You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and this is episode number 954. Real World Network is an organization dedicated to helping people get the most current and cutting-edge education and information they need to reach success as a real estate investor. Behind the scenes is Kathy Fetke, CEO and founder of the organization with a solid background in real estate and entrepreneurship. She joins us today to share how she specializes in helping people build multi-million dollar portfolios and where in the U.S. real estate market stands today. Kathy, thank you for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about your professional background in the real estate industry? Sure, yeah. I am uh, the CEO of an organization now, Real Wealth Network, that has 24,000 members. And had you told me I was going to be that person 10 years ago, I, I don't know if I would have believed you. It just it grew out of a stressful situation for me where my husband was diagnosed with cancer. He's fine today, but I didn't know back then, and I wanted to find out how to create passive income. And uh, and so I, I did, and, and here we are now teaching others to do the same. Okay, Kathy, so take us back to the early days, you know, before you had 24,000 members. What, what was it that you were learning, and how did you decide it was right to share it through Real Worth Network? Well, you know, here's the thing. I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that I needed to figure it out because if the doctor was right um, and he was wrong, which is healthy, he had, he had melanoma and they thought it had spread, but, um, you know, he's healthy today. But at the time, we didn't know. And I had a radio show. Um, I was in broadcasting most of my life, and um, I quickly switched the focus. I, I barely made any money from it, but I quickly changed the focus to how to create passive income because we had two young children, and I didn't want to have to be away from them all day at work. I wanted to be able to be a stay-at-home mom and you know, have something that would create income. And and so I just focused the show, the Real Wealth Show, which I have today still on you know, how to do it, and I just interviewed people one after the other to find out how they had done it. Um, I interviewed millionaires who were, you know, self-made in the sense that they they were able to do it themselves, and it always came, or, and often it came back to real estate. Also business, but successful business people would then invest their earnings into real estate. And, um, and so it wasn't so much that I was trying to teach other people. I was trying to teach myself through the podcast, and I had a platform, or I should say radio at the time, mm-hmm. it turned into a podcast. I was uh, just trying to learn from that platform, and, uh, you know, it turns out I, the audience grew very quickly because I wasn't the only one who wanted to learn it. So what is it, you said you wanted passive income, and you could have maybe gone in a different direction to achieve that. What is it about real estate that caused you to think, well, this is the best place in the beginning to look to get and develop passive income streams? I honestly didn't didn't know until I interviewed people, successful people, and they were the ones that showed me why. And so as I learned, I thought, oh, my gosh. So first of all, um, the leverage. There's I, Having been a business owner for many years, you can't really just walk into a bank and get a loan. It's really hard if you have right. a business. Right. But with real estate, I learned that um, you only have to put 
20% down and the bank will put up the rest. And if you buy your primary residence, it's only 3.5% down. The bank puts up the rest. And you own that asset, free, you know, 100%. And any cash flow from it or any appreciation, that's yours. So it, you know, it's the ultimate use of leverage where you can acquire much more um, than you could on your own with the help of banks. And they, it's, it's fairly easy, even today, when it's it's uh, much more stringent, you know, banks are much more apt to give you a, a home loan or investor loan than they would be for your business. And, and a lot of people don't realize that conventional finance, you know, it, you can get up to 10 investor loans. Not, you're not just stuck with one loan. You're, you can go in and say, hey, I found these 10 great rental properties and I'd like to finance all of them, and the bank will do it. Okay, so someone who's um, not... Uh, experienced in real estate as an investment, they probably don't want to start off trying to get ten real estate loans. Or, or do you tell them they should, Kathy? What's your What's your experience Absolutely. there? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, people shouldn't do anything they don't understand. I, I wouldn't jump into any stock I didn't understand. Um, you know, the first step is education. Um, so, you know, if you are highly leveraged, you can lose as much as you stand to gain if you do it wrong, as we all right. learned, right, in 2006 with people who would go out and get 10 loans and buy investment properties and then lost them all. So that's not that's not the way to do it. Um, so, you know, first step is, you know, understanding the fundamentals and what kind of property makes sense. Too many people don't know that, and they also don't know market timing. So and, and it almost... Every time they get that wrong, where people will jump in when something's already peaked, and the only direction it has to go is down, and and that's usually when the masses go in, whether it's stocks or real estate, because they've seen the values go up and they think, oh, that'll that'll just keep happening, and it it doesn't. So markets cycle all the time; they go up, they go down. You've got to know what part of the cycle it's in before you rush in to buy. Um, so that's one piece, but you've also got to understand how that property is going to perform. So I, you know, I had someone come up to me at one of our live events and say, oh, you know, I listen to you and I read your book and I follow you. So we went out and bought a fourplex for, in Berkeley. And I said, oh my gosh, Berkeley's expensive. How much did you pay? And she said, 2.5 million. And I'm like, oh, uh, and how much is the cash flow? And she just looked at me and said, I, I don't know. <laughs> so there's somebody who didn't understand the fundamentals. We're talking with Kathy Fetke. She is CEO and founder of Real Worth Network. I, I, you mentioned in the open that you currently have 24,000 members. Tell me a little bit about, I know you're leveraging education and kind of cutting-edge technology to help people stay current. Um, what can someone expect who's a, a member of twenty one of these 24,000 people in Real Worth Network? What, what type of experience and exposure are you are you giving to them? Sure, and it's it's real wealth network. Um, it's it's uh, increasing your net worth, but it is real wealth. Oh, thank you. Network, like like your money. Um, so, to what they could expect is first of all, it's free to join, so that's nice. And then um, I do lots of blogs and and um, lots of data and educations that's free to help people make the right decisions and understand um, which markets are performing, which are bubbly, you know, where where to avoid, where to sell, where to buy, uh, where you get the best cash flow, where you could do the best flip. So all that information and data is on our website. Um, people can also schedule a one-on-one meeting with one of our, you know, investment counselors at Real Wealth Network that will sit down and, and, and help you see what is it you're trying to achieve 
by buying real estate or investing and, and where are you today and what are going to be the steps you need to take to get there um, to just kind of handhold people and walk them through it because it can seem so overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. And then finally, what what we've set up is once I learned from my radio show that, wow, you know, at the time, it was 2006, well, it was 2004 or so, but we saw that California was way overpriced, and yet there were other parts of the country that weren't. So Dallas had a huge amount of job growth, population growth, but their home prices hadn't gone up yet. In fact, it was the opposite of California. It was 26% undervalued. So, you know, the mentors on my show and these people I interviewed were like, you know, this is the perfect time to sell your California property and buy in Texas. And, um, and, and that worked incredibly well for people. So we have that same opportunity today where there's parts of the country that are just the beginning of their boom cycle, whereas there's, there's parts of the country where it's definitely time to sell and get out. And if you can time it right, you can really dramatically increase your returns. We're talking with Kathy Fetke. She is CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network. We're going to take our first commercial break here on the Critical Mass radio show and podcast. I'd ask you those that are listening to us live on the stream here on octalkradio.net not to go anywhere. And if you're listening to us on the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, one of the other platforms that we use, honestly, this is like a 60-second break. It's actually a commercial for me, so I'd hope you'd listen to it. And we'll be back with Kathy after this word from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. All of our shows can be heard live anytime. They can appear at any time on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, several hundred former guests, websites whose CEOs have appeared on our radio program. Uh, since we started in 2009, our show has reached several hundred thousand listeners through our live stream and podcast. Simply type in these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show, into your favorite podcasting software, and you'll find our weekly show. All right, Kathy, I understand that you're also, in addition to being CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network, you're also a published author. Can you tell me a little bit about your book, Retire Rich Rich with Rentals? Sure. You know, I, I just saw too many people, including close members of my family and friends, who would just take real estate investing too lightly. They would just kind of jump into it or buy the house next door and think they could fix it and flip it and then end up losing everything, both houses, the house, their primary residence that they would refinance against and, and then, you know, take the money out to go buy a house that, you know, they just didn't understand what needed to be done. I, I just couldn't watch any more people lose money, and especially the millions who lost their homes, you know, during the, the foreclosure crisis. So. I thought, if I can just simplify this message and, and just, you know, give a very simple checklist and here's the things to do and here's how you can actually make money and create enough money that you can become financially free, you know, here's how you do it. So the book is called Retire Rich with Rentals. It's so easy to read. I wrote it 
um, you know, to make it interesting enough for a teenager to read, mm-hmm. and because I have two of them, yeah. <laughs> and they they said that they read it. <laughs> um, so it's just a just a step by step process on how to acquire properties that that cash flow and that can basically create enough income that you can replace your your job. So part of it sounds like part of the value that you're offering to your membership is understanding the various. Uh, micro markets for housing in different uh, cities and parts of the country. So, can can you sh- are you comfortable sharing what parts of the U.S. are kind of experiencing a housing recovery, a rebound, or boom? Yeah, absolutely. Because it is really what got me into this world. Is like I said, I I that, all that bad news, the health news that we got back in 2004 brought me into this industry, and I it was right in the middle of the mortgage. Frenzy, so I could see firsthand that people were getting bad loans and that they could never repay those loans, and that it was driving prices up because anyone could walk into a bank and get a loan and buy any house they wanted. So clearly, that was creating a bubble. But at the same time, there were parts of the country that weren't doing that. Texas didn't allow those kind of loans. So you know, you've got to pay attention to what's happening in the economy, in the global economy. This is no longer a time that you can just sit back and relax and and just hope things go well because things are changing too rapidly. So what we look for is areas that have job growth, population growth, and affordable housing that hasn't really popped yet. It hasn't, the boom hasn't happened. Um, But because of the job growth and the, the, the way that certain cities are reinvesting in themselves, we know that there will be. Uh, a housing boom. So to give you an example of some of the, the cities that have already peaked and are now slowing down and softening, I, I'm not going to say a housing crash, but definitely a softening is happening in San Francisco. This was the hottest market in the country for the last few years, but it hit its peak and uh, really starting to soften. Sales are slowing down. We're seeing price reductions. Um, Seattle and Portland, too, they've been hot, hot, hot. But at some point, you know, you price out the average person, you're going to see a slowdown. Um, Denver, too. So be careful of those cities. They are frothy and bubbly. Same with New York City and Miami. But um, but the cities where you could still go in and get, you know, get great deals well below market value, fix them up and make a profit and rent it out for double-digit returns, those are the areas that for some reason just – you know, couldn't recover as quickly as other markets. And, and there's, there's different reasons for that. One is judicial state laws, which means that there's some states where banks literally could not foreclose. They had to go through a court system, talk to a judge, whereas in California or, you know, on the West Coast and in many states, you know, if you can't pay your mortgage, you, the bank can foreclose immediately within 45 days. But in places like Florida, Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, Illinois, you can't. I mean, banks literally can't foreclose. You don't want to be a lender in those states. Um, there are people who have been not paying their mortgage and living in their home for six, seven years because the bank just simply can't get them out. Uh, but that's changing. What that means to us as investors is we can go into those areas and still buy foreclosures, which you just can't buy anywhere else. They're pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. So prices are still really low, but rents are high, so it makes for incredible cash flow. So if we're looking at the national housing marketplace, and I know that's dangerous because, as you're saying, each market is so unique and different, but the Fed has been suggesting that December is the is the time for a possible rate increase. 
Um, mm-hmm. My sense is that the housing market is interest rate sensitive. From your opinion, uh, you know, the kind of the housing current trends and how, national housing market and kind of maybe what do you see for the beginning of next year from a national perspective, Kathy? Well, and I, I always look at that because whatever the Fed does, it is going to affect us. So last year, when the Fed raised rates by a quarter percent, it didn't affect housing negatively. In fact, it actually was positive for housing because mortgage rates declined. And the reason why mortgage rates went down, even though the Fed raised rates, is because the stock market had a massive plunge, if you remember that, right after the rate hike. Uh, the stock market just took a dive. And and so that actually drove mortgage rates down. So the stock market got hurt. Housing actually got strengthened. So that's what I think would happen again, simply because the stock market is more sensitive to a, a rate hike because it is overvalued by as much as 60%, some say more. And a rate hike will affect that, and that will affect certain kinds of real estate. If if the high end, and it's usually high end people who invest in the stock market, if they're losing money, they're not buying homes, and they may be even selling homes. They might be selling their vacation home or something. Um, so a rate hike would affect the high end real estate market. It would affect the stock market. But the middle America, bread and butter America, working class America, they're not so tied to the stock market. So those areas will not be affected. That's why we, we kind of love Ohio and Pennsylvania and Florida. They're, they're, uh, these affordable markets will not feel that. Um, so if you're investing in real estate, keep it on the low. Like stay in the middle class, not in low, you know, cost, not in high crime areas, but in middle class America in affordable housing markets. That's where you're going to see a tremendous demand for housing, high rents because there's so much competition for it, and like I said, double-digit yields. And at Real Wealth Network, we've really helped to identify those markets, and we've put together teams in those markets to make it easier for people. We're talking with Kathy Fetke. She's CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network. Um, question that I have, you you use the term cash flow, the property needs to cash flow, and you gave the example of the people that bought in Northern California, but... Um, uh, business owners, CEOs of middle market companies are, you know, listening to this radio show. So uh, what is your advice as far as what they should be, when does a, a real estate investment make sense for them? And is your is your advice uh, strictly f- in the area of buying home homes as property and multi-unit dwellings or even a business investment, say, buying uh, real estate around, you know, industrial or commercial buildings? Sure. You know, um, it all depends on the market cycle and the area. An example would be, let's say, Reno, Nevada. It is a booming market because of the job growth there, and I don't care what you get in. If you buy commercial or um, houses or multifamily, it's booming and it's all needed, and that's because Tesla's moved moved their headquarters there, Google, Amazon, Stitch. I mean, uh, it is just booming and so much job growth but not enough housing, not enough warehouses, not enough real estate in general. Um, But then you might go to another area like, let's say, Texas. Um, There's been so much investor activity that if you tried to buy a multifamily in Texas, you're probably going to pay too much and you're probably not going to get much of a yield. Same would be true for, you know, San Francisco Bay Area or, you know, any part of California for that matter. Trying to find any yield on multifamily is going to be tough, but you might still be able to do pretty well in industrial, say, out in the um, Inland Empire. So it, it just depends 
on your appetite. A lot of new investors, you know, aren't ready for something as big as a multifamily or industrial commercial. Um, and, and the commercial that they could afford would be a little risky, in my opinion, because if there is going to be some shakeup in the stock market, that could affect business and certainly small business. And, you know, I it makes me a little uncomfortable for a new investor, whereas what we know, no matter what, happens in the economy people still like to live indoors <laughs> they still need housing <laughs> and sense. so it's to me it's a safe bet and and even when we had the, just the worst housing crisis that we've had since the great depression some say as bad you know rents stayed strong so you know people who lost their homes to foreclosure well they still wanted to live somewhere so they rented and that actually made it for a pay raise to landlords, even during such a terrible economic time. So I just see it as a safer bet. Um, some people might prefer other types of investments. We're also building, and I think that's a huge uh, need in the in the states right now too, is um, more affordable housing. So we're partnering with developers and investors in our network or are, are doing the capital raise for um, or say our equity partners with the developers that we find and that's another good good opportunity, too. But, again, for the first-time investor or newbie or somebody who's busy, like you said, CEOs, they don't have time, um, I think the more passive-type property you can get, the better. If someone would like to learn more about Real Worth Network, how do they find you online, Kathy? Yeah, certainly. Uh, you would go to realwealthnetwork.com. You can join there. It's free. You'll have access to a lot of our market data, you have access to the teams that we've set up in those markets to help you find the property, um, renovate it for you, get it leased up, do it basically all for you in a turnkey rental property. That's that's what we realized was the need as people right. were thinking, okay, now I know you say this is a great market, but what do I do now? So we've, we've helped to set up the team there to make that easy. And then, of course, if you want, you can buy Retire Rich with Rentals um, at on Amazon. And then you can listen to my show, The Real Wealth Show, on iTunes. So there's all kinds of ways to find me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, it's been a joy having you on the program. Continued success with your enterprise in helping people become um, homeowners and landlords. I think that's exciting. And I want to thank you for giving a little bit of what you know and the work that you're doing, Kathy Fetke, here on Critical Mass Radio Show today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You know, our engineer for today is Paul Roberts, and our producers have been or are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the peer groups that I lead, my company's website is simple, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.